almost there. It is coming. Where? What's coming? The end and ear. <laughs> <laughs> and other things. And a decade. The end. Yeah. 2020? I feel like when you live through the end of like a century, right? An end of a decade is nothing. Yeah. And it's perfectly timed because you know, marijuana was legalized this year. It was 420. Oh, oh. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Think of it. <laughs> So, For that month, we're going to be high on comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just join the Alien Weapon yes. podcast. Dude. Some book reviewed. Yep. Books reviewed. <laughs> yes, well, uh, I reviewed X-Men 3, number 36. I and pulled out some... Back in Time. Yeah. yeah. Future I did? Foundation. Yeah. yeah, Future Foundation. Is that Back in Time? What do you, yeah, what, it's what from do you 2011. I don't care. The Back in Time reference okay, is from... Right. <laughs> I thought but it's that and, I didn't yeah, look at that and for, Nathaniel I didn't Richards. Um, publications, I thought so this was newer. Really? Yeah, so, yeah. I enjoyed it. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, talked about some trailers and other fun things that are happening in the nerd world. Yeah. So with that, yeah. sit back and enjoy. Drawing Comics Podcast. Couple things in production. Cold. I like how you almost couldn't get through that. Three. So pleased with yourself. <laughs> Three. <laughs> no, no. The prequel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, he was there the whole time. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. So good to see you guys. It's been a while. It has. Yep. I had expected in the the last couple weeks to have read a lot more comics than I actually did. It was just busy. I, mean, I was like almost every He's day. He's a bum. Who <laughs> Anthony is? No, you, you say that. No, you are. <laughs> Tony, we all know. Who yeah. About. I do have to say that Tony did have an unexpected mishap in his house the other day that I had to come assist with. Yeah, you've been the hero again. <laughs> My I only supplied the tools. Yeah, my bathroom <laughs> sink uh, had a pipe burst, a burst pipe, and God damn it! <laughs> turn off my ringer that too, and that then and it happened at some point when I wasn't at home. So once I went to work, and that then flooded my entire bathroom, seeped into my hallway carpet. Dripped on down into my basement and... Flooded his basement. And the biggest thing was I had old school Nintendo, Super Nintendo, a bunch of games and controllers in the tub that then got filled with water when it was dripping on down. And, and he perfectly arranged said rubber bait container directly underneath... It's actually a Batman a Mountain pipe. Dew container from like 7-Eleven <laughs> or something. But it's fucking badass. It was. I it's laughed the, the whole time because he had to throw stuff away, and I was like, your house should flood more often. <laughs> I don't thank you anymore. You're mean. You're going to come in from work like Thursday and be like, oh, my walls. They're all... Lindsay's is, is just on the roof with like... Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> just pouring it down. In, like, a, in a drill. She's drilling holes in my roof. Tony, to... you got leaks everywhere. Ah. <laughs> But I do thank you, Linz, because uh, out of all my friends, you were the one that had nothing going on that you could come and help me. So. I did have stuff going on, but I didn't go do it just for you, Tony. He calls me, and I'm like, 
what's up? I'm in the middle of running. On oh, okay. I'm glad you clarified what was going on. There. Give, yeah, yeah. I wanted to give everybody a little bit of a blood rush. Excitement. So if anybody Ooh. wants to know what Anthony sounds like having sex, I guess there you go. Go check me out at the gym on the uh, elliptical. Uh, but so I'm like, y'all like, and it was funny because I basically just told Tony, "I'll call you back. I'm talking to my mom." And so I hung up on him, and he was, oh, okay. And I yeah, I should have just got it out, like, hey, could I quick use your wet vac? Uh, need it, but. He said, okay. And thankfully, the phone call ended, like, 30 seconds later. My mom was like, oh, I'm home. I'll talk to you later. I was like, okay. And so I call him back, and he's like, I need to, my house got flooded. And I was like, I'm thinking, why did you just say that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hung up on you, man. <laughs> But alas, yeah. Out. So uh, I hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode where we reviewed Dark Phoenix. That was seriously one of my most fun recordings this year. Ugh. We could have talked for another two hours yeah. easily on that movie. Well, there so. were so many things that I yeah. even forgot to write down, or that I did write down, and I just glossed over it because yeah. of all my chicken scratch that I had for that movie. Saw and. Uh, a friend, acquaintance, whatever we'd say, who watched it on the way home, who thought it was good, and that person has absolutely the worst opinion ever. <laughs> you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I was actually surprised. I mean, he didn't like it, but it was definitely like, a, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And yeah, I'm it's like, like, what is wrong with you? It was worse <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. He drank too much on his vacation, and it It still haunts up. me a little bit, like elements of it. I'm like thinking, like watching other movies, and I'm like, ah, if only Dark Phoenix could have done that, you know. If you watch Captain Marvel, the scene where she goes like full Captain Marvel and breaks that chip and then gets all fiery and yeah. stuff, every time I watch that, I'm like, God damn it, because it could have been this. Yes, it could have been this. <laughs> Phoenix Force. That's oh, a curse, though. Put Phoenix suck. Yeah. All right, so uh, I know Anthony and I did not really read anything because we were having fun with friends so charles what do you have for us i read future foundation do you know Ooh, what this is? yeah so this is like the continuation or a aftermath of the fantastic four having lost uh um human torch at some point and by the cover you can see that they pick up spider-man to replace him that's not that seems like an odd pick, but and they've got different suits. I think he's been part of the Fantastic Four before, hasn't yeah, he? They've been, yeah, yeah, him, Medusa. Um, but he doesn't have even pick, close to up. torch power. I think they're what? It, it does, no, as long as there's yeah, four the, people that have different power <laughs> sets, they can be fantastic. Uh, all right, but it's not it's not the uh, Fantastic Four anymore. So. Right, future yeah. it's the Future Foundation. Right, and um, Jonathan Hickman I, wrote this. That's awesome. This is when I fell in love with Hickman. Yeah. I'm not really sure exactly what happened to the Human Torch. It doesn't really explain it, but it does have like this weird uh, holographic, um, you know, the Tony Stark holographic after the fact. He mm -hmm. wrote some, he did a little uh, video of himself talking about how, hey, you know what you guys should do? Uh, it's, it sucks that I'm dead, but you pick up Spider-Man. He'll probably be a good, <laughs> he'll probably be a good replacement for me. So that's actually um, his last bit shit like that, right? <clears throat> so it starts off like this little tour of the place, and all the while. Uh, Spider-Man's getting in there for the first time to just be there, right? And he goes to the roof or whatever, and there's no door. He's like, what the heck? I thought there would be a door here. And then um, uh, Susan Richards, 
like this little weird uh, cylinder thing pops up and he's just like, well, you can go this way. <laughs> I thought that was fucking silly. <laughs> so Charles, I have to say, I am quite happy that you are picking up... Spider-Man's in it, so some fuck of, you. <laughs> some of the best uh, written books ever. At this point, this was, I want to say, about 10 years ago. 2011. Yeah, when when Hickman first wrote uh, these, and he was doing both Fantastic Four and Future Foundation, so you got twice the amount of goodness because they crossed over a lot, but one focused more on the kids and the students, and the other one was just the family. Oh, it was. this is where, like I said, I started reading Hickman, and from there... uh, God's Not Dead and some of the other shit that he's done and really this was at the beginning of also kind of drunk on comics yeah. when I mm. I talked a lot about this and this was a big reason for getting back into comics was Hickman so I love everything he's doing for X-Men right now and Charles get back to your thoughts on yeah before I was rudely interrupted yeah. I was before Tony derailed you to Spider- make it all about him Spider-Man's um, <laughs> entrance into the Fantastic Four building and it kind of he's like Looking around and just being awed by the futuristic shit that they have, and the what the reason that they have all these updated uh, technologies is because uh, Reed Richards' father was lost in time for a while, and he uh, he ended up going into the future and seeing the future and experiencing it and learning some shit, right? So now uh, they basically snagged him out of the lost whatever that was going on. I'm not really sure what was happening, but I know that that's kind of what. Um, there's like a little scene um, where he, uh, during the tour, um, Spider Spider Man sees the thing, uh, right? The thing. Yes. Ben Grimm. <laughs> ben Grimm. Yeah. At first, ben I was like, "What yeah. thing?" Yeah, that's what I was, I was like, like, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the thing." He's in, he's in a room, and I think everybody. He's with um, Reed Richards and Susan Storms. Uh, Susan Reed Richards and uh, kids. They have two kids. Mm-hmm. And the thing's in there, and he's just kind of like sitting with them and I think they're just like thinking about or talking about the human torch um like their uncle so right and now he's dead and they're just like sad and Spider-Man's like well, hey and then the thing just closes the door <laughs> and she and Susan's like yeah it's kind of like that nowadays <laughs> so then they all have dinner actually uh, I'm, I'm jumping ahead um reason they get like this uh this alert that some shit's going down and it turns out that these guys are um these bad guys would be bad guys are trying to release the wizard I don't know who the fuck that is but they they find this like huge hole and they're jumping down the hole um and there's like Super Mario 3 and (laughs) it looks like a pipe it looks just like a pipe listen you see a big pipe looking hole you have to fit into (laughs) you take it yeah, there's coins down there. You got to get those coins. Exactly. So they jump down the hole, right? Well, like they're, they're Goombas. They're, there's like this weird dialogue where they're breaking into the, into the facility to open this door. It doesn't make any sense to me. But then, um, the well, the Future Foundation show up, right? And they're sort of beating up henchmen for a while before they get to the main guys that are trying to get to the wizard. And they get there just in time for them to for the bad guys to release the wizard, right? And the, the wizard's like, ha, I fucking, I'm back, bitches. And uh, <laughs> and then there was, like, this big bomb that's going to go off. And then Susan um, contains it. And then, basically, that's kind of, like, the end of it. They disappear. The bad guys disappear and get away. So then they're all back at the um, the uh, fa- uh, the Future Foundation building, right? And they're having dinner all together. And what funny thing is, hap- I think it's rude and funny at the same time, it's Spider-Man like goes he's like really hungry he goes to sit down at the chair and the little 
the little kid, uh, you know, the Human Torch is like, nephew? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, you can't sit there. That's where the Human Torch sits. It's like totally rude to him and stuff. No. So he's, he's struggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of people to earn respect from. And so uh, Reed's dad's there, too. Um, sitting and well, you don't really. I don't. You, you didn't really say anything or like that for for a minute. And they're talking about, hey, uh, like really, really weird stuff you would talk about at dinner. Like, hey, do you guys think that there should be like a? We should actually colonize the moon. You think? Because it's such, you know, uh, important people. I guess uh, with with a lot of money and technology, like you should pretty much do anything they want. So they're like discussing what they can do for the future. You know, future foundation. Huh? Mm. And everybody's agreeing with. Um, Read until finally, uh, his dad, who knows the future, he's like, I don't think this is a good idea. And everybody just like stops and looks at him. He's like, Oh, oh, when when Reed says something, everybody just like jumps on board. Is that what that is? Yeah. You guys don't like a discussion about it? It's a reasonable, <coughs> reasonable approach to take when a guy knows the future. Mm-hmm. He says something. And yeah, you just stop. Maybe he'll listen. After dinner, or whatever, um, Reed and his daughter are walking um, and talking about stuff. And She's like, I gotta show you something, and you gotta be on board with this. He's like, okay, fine. And then, well, actually, the the discussion starts after he hears what she wants him to do, and he's like, what? That's that's outrageous. I don't want to do it. But then Reed's dad gets involved in the conversation. He's like, well, actually, you kind of have to do it because this is the future, and it's got to happen. And he's like, well, maybe there's possibilities and stuff like that. The future isn't set, you know. And then he finally agrees to it, and then they, they walk for a while, and then they come up to what this cloaked figure, and and he's like, uh, she refers to him as Uncle Doom, and they're like, basically oh. join forces, right? So her idea was to, and basically the future is that set, you know, this mm-hmm. is gonna happen, they're gonna get with Doom and work together and stuff, and they get, that starts to happen, and there's, you know, interesting back and forth, and you're like, this is kind of cool, because I mean, I always like when they get together, the bad guys and the good guys yeah, is yeah. direct uh, offense or yeah right uh, but then immediately uh, at, the, at the very end uh, the little girl sitting next to Doom and he's like well she told me we made a bargain and basically because our bargain was for me to come work with her um, and my part of the bargain was to defeat you uh, to Reed Richards at the very end of the comic which was her fucking idea which is crazy, right? <laughs> this is his daughter? Yeah. Yeah. What's because her name? Who? Reed's daughter. Uh, Valeria. Valeria. Uh, um, so that was like a little twist at the end there. Got me really excited for some more uh, for more um, episodes, you know, comics. I'm looking at your computer, and I'm seeing the page you're looking at. And for whatever reason, the first thing that popped out at me is, and it was on the cover, it's their outfits. Mm-hmm. And I'm think, I just th- started thinking, got in this tangent in my head. I was like, who makes all these outfits? Because if all they decide, <laughs> I think is, she does. You know what? We're not Fantastic Four anymore. I think Susan. We're the does. Future Foundation, and we're gonna have hexagons on our shirts. Damn it! But they also changed color and stuff. That was Ed- Edna that was... makes them. Edna mode. Edna, <laughs> yes. Then why does she keep making capes, man? <laughs> She's a no cape person. I'm interested. I actually I picked that up. Oh, pick up shield. Pick up oh, anything so much. My Hickman is a, is a good read. I'll just pick well, up really, Hickman. I'll just grab him. You should him have him like, tell you stories. Tell me stories. I'll, in front. What really kind of bothers me about um, the uh, the characters and the drawings 
of the characters is that the only facial features, the only reason you know that they're who they are is because, like, Reed has the gray hair on the side of his head. Otherwise, he looks just like Johnny Storm in the hologram, right? Oh, but yeah, you, can't, yeah. you can't tell there's gray hair. Oh. So I thought it was Reed because I was reading it and it, I was reading it <laughs> and I got confused. Yeah. And then um, the only reason you can pretty much tell between a, they're supposed to look alike because it's his dad. Right? Yeah, it's Reed's dad. I mean, it looks a little bit older, but the faces here. I'm a little disappointed in the consistency of the faces a little bit. Okay, does it make fair. sense? That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And Susan looks way, way too young. Yeah, like Reed's robbing the cradle a little bit. Like maybe <laughs> you know what? Looking back though, children. right now, I'm seeing I'm seeing that what they did though do was there are certain facial features. The reason that I'm confused is because Reed's dad and him are supposed to have similar facial features, right? And then the kids they kind of look like Susan Storm, so I guess that's I guess that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but everybody else has costumes on, and, and uh, Peter Parker has a mask on, right? And the thing has that whatever. So the only people are all related. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That so is true. I guess that makes a lot of sense. Though. Yeah. Although Reed and Johnny should not look the same. Oh yeah, but it, yeah, that'd it be was weird. dark in that room because that means Susan's totally boning someone who looks just like her brother. Whoa, <laughs> getting weird. It is. Oh weird. man, it's a real plot twist. That's that's episode four. That's volume four. <laughs> All right. I um, read a bunch of X Men stuff. I don't. I'm not. I feel like this is all I'm going to be reading for, like, the next couple of months because there's so many of them that I just don't have time to read anything else. Um, so I'm, I, the only one I've dropped off on is the New Mutants because I just, sorry, I just don't care about them at all. I don't care about their little space exploits or anything like that to me. What, what's that? I'm getting a phone call. What? Oh, it's the New Mutants. They said they don't care about you either. <laughs> I'm sure they don't. <laughs> I'm sure they don't. I'm just they, a lowly human. They're they on a space a adventure. Strongly worded tweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to review X Men number three this this week because it's so off of what all of the other books have been, and it's the only kind of tie-in. Obviously, is that it's about the X Men and it's about the the portals, the doors to Krakoa. And they somehow humans keep being able to find their way onto this <laughs> island, even though it's, it's supposed to... It's a sentient, to, organic machine. Right. It's like, yeah, I guess, whatever. This one can come through. Yeah. So, well, the, the twist to this is these people come through, they start kicking ass, they take out the people who are guarding the gate, um, and they're really unimpressed by the sort of people they have on these gates and then you get to the end of that battle and they start taking their masks off and they're like very old women like we're talking 70s 80s geriatric sort of women and they're humans but somehow they manage to get their way in through the gate and attack all these mutants and take them out and they're part of this group called the horde culture Horde. Uh, <laughs> the horde culture. Which Do they is, have what, flower bonnets? Based? They have, like, flower bonnets? Mm-hmm. They, have, they look like they're in some sort of post-apocalyptic scenario their, uh, with oh. the costumes that they're wearing. But turns out there's they're this group of women who all have some sort of basis in plant science and decided that um, humans are ruining the world through, like genetic modification and like killing plants to feed people and killing the earth so they want to rid the earth of humans as well just like the plants in M. Night Shyamalan movie was it what's it called oh the the happening happening. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, there so they're they've been it's just this group of four women and they've slowly been infiltrating all these big organizations to like cross their genetic modifications with the stuff these big organizations are doing because eventually they want their stuff to take over because they can control it and they're going to use it to control the world. Ah, control. And what do we know about control? <laughs> and they want the flowers from Krakoa because they add life, at, you know, years to the end of your life. They cure things, all that kind of stuff. They're just mad because no one ever gives them flowers. Probably. That's, that's it. It's probably We it. could stop this all. Yeah. If we just get, Well, I mean, they have those fancy flowers in Krakoa. So that's, that what that's what they're after. Yeah. The fancy flowers. And... Um, there's such interesting new characters because they have like my my favorite one is Edith because she's the oldest of all of them and she's so sassy mm. like she doesn't give a shit about anybody she talks about how her husband died and she's collecting his social security even though he left her for a younger woman because he died in a in a car crash that she was and probably involved in probably and <laughs> she watched it and she said <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Why was she there? No one knows. She's but. exactly that type of person. To make sure he died. He actually <laughs> lived. He was crawling out of the wreckage. She's like, not today. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and they're... They, they talk trash, but it's funny because they won't swear. So they'll say, like, S-word and A-word. I'm going to kick you in the A-word. And Fargan. So, <laughs> through the whole book. And at one point in time, they call Emma Frost the S-word and how she looks like a, a tart because of her outfit. And they're like, she looks like an S-word. We need to clean her up. And this the look on Emma's face when they call her a slut, basically. She's just completely flabbergasted that someone dared call her. You no, know, the comic book writers <laughs> and drawer, they, they made me this way. It's not my fault. <laughs> and both, and it's got um, the Black King, Sebastian Shaw, and Cyclops are both in the panel with her. And they just both look like they're so pleased. By what, what she so like, was just finally called. someone <laughs> someone said it someone had the balls someone said to what say we're all it. thinking <laughs> um, so it I mean you find out what these ladies want it's just they're very I don't know how they're gonna end up playing into the story overall or if this was just kind of like a one shot they're here and gone sort of situation um, it's just it was a really interesting fun new way to bring about characters and having them be so old is also very interesting because most new characters you get are young and that's why they're new so to introduce these four old like golden girls sort of scenario into the comic book is super fun and i loved it a lot um and the fact that it wasn't it didn't seem as serious as the rest of the x-men comic books have been lately so that was a nice little respite as well um these books are really good I can't, like, I keep thinking, maybe I'll just read this one. Maybe I'll just read X-Men. And then I read X-Men, and I'm like, shit, now I have to go back and read the other ones. So I'm still on Excalibur. I'm still on X-Force. Still reading X-Men. Still reading the Marauders. There's just, there's so many, you guys. Fallen Angels? I haven't read the new Fallen Angels yet. And I haven't read, like I said, New Mutants, because I don't care about them Mm -hmm. at all. Maybe if they weren't in space, I would care. But I don't care what they're doing in space. So I want to say in here is a double widespread pan- like page for uh, pretty much advertising some of their books that are coming out. All the number ones. But it's the end, the final stories of your favorite Marvel heroes, but they're all number ones. 
Now I get what they're they're trying to go Number for, but I was confused series. as fuck. Look at that! Yeah. Look at that, Captain Marvel. Are you telling me they couldn't do that for the Phoenix? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In the movie, <laughs> pisses me off. What's the far right one? Venom. Oh, I couldn't see it. Okay. Venom. Yeah, they are. Doctor Strange, Deadpool, yeah. Captain Marvel. How did they know? Miles Morales, <laughs> Captain America. I think this will be a good freaking series. I've always enjoyed the yeah, final days type approach. The things that they've Is been this doing like with stories of like when they're just old and in the retirement. Home. Yeah, I hope they so. still have powers and they're just like the deal dealing with that shit and Alzheimer's Ugh. at the same time. This is what Thor is gonna look like now. And they're not oh, saving the people new Thor anymore. One, yeah. They're saving the pudding for last. Look at that. <laughs> What's up? I don't know. That's terrible. He's an elf now. I don't like that. He's an ugly elf. I'll reserve judgment, I guess. Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, really good. They're saving also, pennies. What's that? Who's that calling? Oh, hey, Thor. Oh, you wanted me to tell that to Lynn? So that's just mean. <laughs> yes, I know if she said the same to you, but. <laughs> just put it on your Twitter, Thor. Come on. That's how everyone else does it. <laughs> um, I also read Teen Titans 36, which is Year of the Villain Hostile Takeover. Um, literally, the only reason I read this is because Lobo's on the cover. And Lobo is my favorite DC character, in case you oh, guys didn't know. I did not know that. And she judges pretty good. by its cover. Yep. I do, because it's got Lobo. How many Lobo does he have? 12. Mm. We actually had a good, very good discussion in the comic book store about how there's an alternate cover to this that's got his daughter, Crush, more in front, and it covers up half of his torso. Uh, why would and you I was like, that? you got less abs. You paid too I mean, much. You, here's the thing. <laughs> Even in this one, you can full-on see her. It's not like she's right. like half off the panel. Right. Why, why would you cover that up? Why would you cover abs like that? You work so hard <laughs> killing people. See, I thought they got rid of Lobet and... No, Her she's... name is Crush. Come on, oh. Tony. She identifies as What's Crush that? now. Crush? <laughs> yeah, you want me to tell Tony he sucks because he doesn't know your name? No, she's been in Teen Titans. <laughs> no one can what? see. No one can see when you're holding see? a fake foam of your, made of your hand I know. up to your head. I like how Tony went so far as to hold his real cell phone up to his Here, head. You know, so our audience would know. <laughs> Still. <laughs> What's that Thanos fist golden thing that, that Tony has? So, <laughs> Gollum? Gollum? The golden fist. The golden fist. No, it's not a gauntlet anymore. It's a golden fist. No, Crush, why don't you go to Twitter and post it for everyone else? <laughs> All right, going um, back. Anyway, I, I, I mean, I don't know what's going on in Teen Titans right now. Somebody got saved and saved, saved like she's a video game character. Somebody got trapped in her ring, Jin. I don't even know really who this character is because I haven't read Teen Titans in a very long time. And like there's a whole schism happening in the Teen Titans right now. But Lobo, still hilarious, inside his daughter's mind, making her kill people. Totally cool. Still really funny. I love it. So, you know. That, that's really it. If you love Lobo, then go ahead and read is it. Is he, like, out of the picture after this one, or is it continuing like she in has the next... daddy issues. At, oh, she totally has daddy issues. And he has daughter issues. He was supposed to be the last Zarnarian, and all of a sudden he's got a daughter. She's kind of... Like, my whole identity, no! <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Well, he <clears throat> takes them to this character called The Other... Who has yet to be revealed, I guess. Who looks kind of badass. I use yeah. like a... Okay. He looks dusty. Yeah. So, who knows? I guess they're going to reveal who this is in the next issue. I don't know that I'll read it. Maybe, just to find out but who it is. Maybe you will. <laughs> find out next time. 
Yes. On Drunk on Comics. Will Lenz read the next <laughs> <one>. <laughs> Yep. That's all I got. All right. I would totally love to talk about Watchmen, mm. but I don't think these fuckers have watched hey, you know, it yet. That's a pretty good idea, and I'd, I'd really like to talk about Watchmen, too, but first... We should probably go to a commercial break. <laughs> Is that time for us to watch it? <laughs> uh, without giving the big reveal, holy shit. Wait, okay, so where are you, have you guys... You've been watching it, right? Have you been watching it? I haven't seen a single episode of it. Have you been watching it, Charles? I'm a, a man who's been watching The Watchmen. Yeah. Where are you at in The Watchmen? Uh, last thing that I saw on The Watchmen was... And I'll terrible with names, uh, but the main character, mm-hmm. um, she drank some stuff, and she's she's uh, traveling through somebody else's memories. Okay. Um, that's as far as I got. Okay. Um, because my Wi-Fi started dying, and I got frustrated. So you didn't get to see the big hole. There's two. Whoa. What are you doing right now? There's two. What are you doing? There's two. I There's can leave. Two. I can leave, and you guys can talk about it. But... <laughs> no, no, no. We won't. We won't. We won't. We won't give it away. I don't, just no, 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 no. But you telling me that something bigger is. There's oh. an IT crowd episode oh, oh, completely um, about being told that there's a twist <clears throat> and now you have to spend the whole episode waiting for the twist yeah um yeah right i don't even want to know it's a twist i do remember that um uh you know one of the surviving members of the smart guy from uh, just terrible with names right ozymandias now. thank you uh he ended up um fulfilling the his task of going out into the um uh leaving this dimension right or leaving this world whatever it was he ended up on the moon Right. He, so he with his, with his uh, suit on and stuff, and he he with bodies that he threw at the moon or whatever. Yeah, wherever the hell, uh, he, he wrote help. Right. He's on the moon of Jupiter. What did he write on? On Jupiter. He's on one of the moons of Jupiter. I what? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that he was on Europa. Our our yeah. moon's not good enough. And he's and he's much. been there in this whatever. I don't know if it's a pocket dimension or just a shielded sort of environment that he's in that he's trapped in. But yeah, that's. He's been trying to get out of that. The frozen bodies all over, scattered all over the people he's been sending out to see if he could do it was really like... So he can then make his message, send nudes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was. It was send nudes. What was the message? It said, uh, save me, and then it said someone's name, but they didn't... Save me? It didn't say who it was. Oh. So anyways, watch that because I want to... Yeah. Because fuck. I mean, best, so do you get like best a, reveal there's, ever? There's well, ever. Yeah. he's ever. talking about the last episode, which was intense. But oh the yeah, because there was one that before happened. that. The episode before that retcons some things in a very brilliant way, almost in a way that I think Alan Moore would entirely approve of. Yep, because he has gone on record to say that he hates how most of his stuff has been done in film. Okay. And he's divorced himself from any sort of connection to to any of his old stuff because he hates the way it's been marketed and reproduced and stuff like that. So is this supposed to be in place of the film? This is... This takes place in the comic book universe, not in the film universe. Gotcha. Okay. And it is like 30 years later after the... Continuation from... The comic no, book, God. yep. And um, I, re- I just really think Alan Moore, knowing his views on comic books, um, 
I think that he would appreciate that episode in particular more than anything else. So it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. go home right after this and watch it. Yeah, really, really, really good. Um, I actually think the reveal in the last one was crazy, but I think the episode before that, to me, the whole episode was probably one of the best, or has been the best episode of the series so far, hmm. in my own very personal opinion. So, the new Ghostbusters movie, there's more uh, info coming out. It's uh, officially titled Ghostbusters Afterlife, and what everyone has speculated, the main... It's not going to take so much in Manhattan, but it's got to do with the ectoplasmic type uh, riff that they had uh, from the first Ghostbusters where shit's coming out in Manhattan. This is going to take place more in a rural, rural era. Rural. The rural drawer. And one of the, the people is going to be a direct descendant of one of the Ghostbusters, which we kind of already knew. But... It's nice to have a official working title now. I like now. how you say direct descendant, like the Ghostbusters happened a hundred years ago. Well, <laughs> one of the things is, like in the second movie, where they were just doing birthday parties, again, it's been a generation since there's probably been ghost activity, so there are a whole new generation of people that question, did that even really happen? Mm. Urban oh, yeah, legend. sure, because it only, it was contained in New York City. Yeah. Didn't, there was no effect, effect. And there's no was. internet then. And yeah, right. I'm, I'm worried about this title, okay? What, what do you know from movie titles that are, uh, like, the movie title, and then, when, when they're sequels? Like, uh, let's take, for instance, Independence Day. Mm. And then Independence Day, it wasn't Independence Day 2, it was like, what, in Resurgence or something like that? Was it? I have, I don't remember. Right. I actually never watched Lucky you, that you movie. did you block it out? <laughs> oh, that was yeah, it was terrible. So I would rather hear that it's Ghostbusters three. See though, I think though, and not Ghostbusters Afterlife because that just sounds like it's going to be bad. It sounds like they're guys. You know what you like. So what are your We're thoughts? Already on fucking. What are your thoughts on Terminator two? Judgment Day. Yeah, but that's Terminator two. But it is Terminator two. Judgment Day. Oh, right? you're just saying without the without the yeah right. They don't number it. They're like saying this isn't even a full good enough movie. <laughs> it's going to be like a, mm, this kind of good So, movie. Avengers Endgame? All right, that's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Those, that's not a sequel. This is That's part of a series. Tony, you're getting pedantic. <laughs> this is part of a series, too. I, there wasn't there wasn't an Avengers 1 and an Avengers 2 on this one. There was This is a, uh, there was, on uh, this one, there's a Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2. Right. And they're just saying... Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want on this one, which is kind of... You're already telling us something about it. I'm, I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry. Yeah. Oh. It's okay. I, I mean, Jason... After I watch the movie. The yeah, fact yeah. that Jason Reitman is doing it gives me hope. Yeah. Because it's in his best interest, in his family interest, mm-hmm. right, to do a good is job. It? Okay, I'm sure. So, I don't know. does we'll it's going to be good. That, does, that, that is very all. true. But it's a good basis to start with, at least. Yes. Okay. So you, there is hope to be had. But I do agree with you. That is usually not a good sign. Yep. <laughs> this is what I'm picking up. I, I haven't just seen keep anything more. Re- wasn't, it, wasn't there a Resident Evil movie that was called Afterlife? There's like seven <laughs> Resident Evil movies that were named that way. <laughs> like all of them. <laughs> but I'm super excited about it. I'm, I, yeah. I liked uh, excited and the, the female Ghostbusters movie. I liked it a lot. I yeah. thought it was a lot of fun. I liked it too. A lot because of I like Ghostbusters, it, you know. But I really liked it. You were it. right. I had to look it up, but it is uh, Apocalypse. 
extent extinction. Resident Evil. Afterlife. Ah. Retribution. The final chapter. Yeah. I didn't know they had that many fucking oh, movies. Yeah, they've yeah. got uh, they just directed six of them. No, they all came they out all in the came theater. Out theater yeah. <laughs> People were into that. <laughs> it's all Mila Jovovich. Yep. I really think she was just powers in each one. totally funding the whole movie making process by the end. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. Also, she's you like, I haven't do done this? anything else. I got this. <laughs> They're not going to do a sequel to the, any of the other movies that I did. And this was pre before she did Hellboy, which in hindsight was a poor choice by her. So <laughs> she's just not making good decisions. Anyway. Oh, Tom King's run on Batman is going to be finally over in a couple weeks yeah. when issue number 85 comes out. And I don't think it's going to resolve in the way that he was saying was going to. And that no wedding. bitter yeah, taste of bullshit is still stuck in my mouth yeah. after reading that. However, he tweeted out uh, a panel that I'm actually... I almost want to read it just for this. You will. You, you know how much I love Kite Man? Like, it's best weird, yeah. fucking bad guy to ever, you know, come out of anything Batman uh, with the War Hard of Jokes and Riddles. disagree, but I see your point. <laughs> well, it's 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 Bruce and uh, Kite Man, I can't remember his real name, just not in plain clothes, sitting, having a beer at the bar, watching some football. So, obviously, his tragic origin, maybe Batman finally saved him from the life of crime and everything that was going on. But, or he just finds him not threatening whatsoever. I mean, that could be true, too. <laughs> His name is Charles Brown. Yes, and... By the way, BT-dub. That's good to know. I Yeah, I like I said, it, King's going to go over to the Batman Catwoman 12-issue series, which, you know, may end with the wedding. Would love to see, actually, characters be more dynamic and less static, but... You know, publishing all that hoopla. Yeah, you don't want to. You want to see the Batman character completely ruined? How would he be ruined? We had a discussion about this. I, I know, and I still think you're wrong. <laughs> so I want to bring it back up that you are wrong. No, he can't be happy. It's proven fact. He'll ruin the character. He has to be sad and angsty in order to be Batman. And not marry Catwoman. Yep, that's why she left him. <clears throat> Because she didn't want him to stop being Batman, and she knew if he was happy, he would stop being Batman. Then and how Gotham do, needs Batman. Then how does anybody who loves anybody else, <coughs> or any person who loves anybody else, ever get married to them? Yeah. In reality, they, they're not. Yeah. Because they don't actually love them. They don't. And anyone yeah. who's married, if they is did, not truly they wouldn't. Them. They wouldn't marry them. <laughs> yep, that's what we learned. We're not all Batman, though. <laughs> we are. We are our own types of Batman. We are ourselves. You become less yourself if you get married or something. I mean, this is what you... This is on, your, on the logic here, right? Uh, Catwoman's logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves him yeah. too much. Yeah. Mm, too much. Uh, speaking of DC, big event today. Oh. Sun Infinite Earth starts yes. playing. I watched tonight. the trailer for this, and it made me misty. Like, I was super... Moister than an oyster, they say. <laughs> Did you hear that they might have the Thanos... 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 Uh, theory... Oh, happened within this? The Thanos uh, Ant-Man? Yeah, well, yeah. Yes. Everyone oh. should be aware of that, of crawling up uh, Thanos' ass and then growing. So some sleuthy detectives watching the trailer for this 
notices and it's a quick brief second a gore filled like uh room with adam there which also has a suit lit up meaning that he just used it in some way so they think that he just exploded in someone's body now granted probably didn't go up the a-hole but i also would like to point out that this is a cw show and there's probably not a gore film filled room at all <laughs> it's literally on tv i can't yeah, imagine well, that they have gore in these shows well you could have a body explode and then be like oh it was a robot replica oh. the, the, the key though is when you have bodies explode on tv shows like that they blow up in bloodless chunks like, have you ever seen shows yeah, where something blows yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, They're like, okay, so this person had no blood right. in them, and they or, just break into chunks like a window shattering. if it was an alien, and the blood is not red. Yes, blue blood is yes, fine. Yes, yes. So maybe, be, okay, so it, it could be, be alien gore. splattery. Yes. It just has to, like, someone had strategically right. placed this on the wall. Right, and if it was alien gore, and if it was the Adam, I guess you could say he's going up his butt mm-hmm. without actually it being, like, his butt, right? Because he's an alien. So you could kind of notch. Oh, that's where he breathes. Right. Like a turtle. Sure. You know, sure. breathes through the butt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, let that I believe butt it. breathe, you know? Yeah. Well, Tony, we had to stretch a lot, but we got, we got through there. it and we're on board. <laughs> Just fit that story right in. Yeah. <laughs> fit it right inside the, the back end. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're playing uh, episode today at 8 at Supergirl. Tomorrow at 8 is Batwoman. Uh, and then Flash on Tuesday, and then after the winter hiatus is what they say, but uh, Arrow on January 14th, and then the conclusion. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of dumb to take Dare that they? long I in between. Yeah, I haven't watched these shows in a while, and I feel like I don't want to watch this until I catch up on them, but why would you start at an event and then take like a month Three off? Three episodes that they get and then you have to wait a whole yeah. month to That's get the last two episodes move. on the same day. Yeah. So CW is just crawling up everybody's ass. Yeah. <laughs> Making them really We're all getting the <laughs> fans <laughs> treatment. <laughs> um, did you guys see the uh, Palatin bike commercial or hear about that? From Ryan, the Ryan Reynolds one? Well, the Ryan oh. Reynolds is one that makes fun of it but yeah, the, uh, the original not. one is quite sexist it is um basically you have a super fit um modelish looking i mean she's an actress so she looks great and her husband gets her this bike and it's like honey i finally got you a peloton bike and you can finally go on that fitness journey you've always wanted to do kind of oh but she's already super hot but she's already hot and she has zero change between beginning of the commercial and when she's like completed her journey mm. and she's like taking like uh videos before and after selfies and stuff. she's like hey i'm about to hit up my peloton bike and so people are like what's going on and they kept backing it up they i mean they stayed behind it but yeah and then ryan reynolds made a very funny uh gin commercial uh, for his gin and it is the actual actress mm-hmm. from that commercial they basically have her being like uh she's zoning out in the bar and her two friends are there and they're being supportive of her and mm-hmm. saying you know you're safe here we'll get you another drink you know and this gin, it's the gin mm-hmm. um but basically she's in this abusive relationship with a husband who controls her and says her already gorgeous body is oh <laughs> so that's why she needs to get a paladin to lose the last 
one and a half pounds oh, that she needs to get rid it's of. Amazing. <laughs> so, very clever. I well, we, we talked a little bit earlier about uh, free guy. Yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds is just killing it these days. Well, he has. So besides the trailer for Free Guy, they had a teaser for the trailer of Free Guy where he's pretty much sitting with some co-stars to talk about the movie, but then. It just goes to him talking about wanting to sell the shirt, which honestly... Like an having, infomercial sort of situation with like the details on the side. I get more of why he was trying to sell the shirt because I didn't... The trailer wasn't out when I originally right. was watching this, and it makes sense then for his character mm-hmm. and him just saying there's not much I can sell except for this blue right. shirt. Yep. And the guy guy dolls. And yeah, <laughs> the free, free guy dolls. And so... There's a number to call, and I actually called it, and you get the voice recording of Ryan Reynolds going, uh, we sold out. We didn't think people were going to really call, but... Uh, but you did. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> go go watch the trailer when it comes out, and go watch the movie, and yeah. You should hang up now. Bye. <laughs> and then it goes into a Mariah Carey song. Yep. <laughs> That's the sort of thing that I love seeing happen. Yeah. And this trailer did come out and it make the movie looks amazing i cannot wait for this movie to come out the effects look really solid yeah um i mean i think it makes me think a lot of what i first thought of when i heard that they were making the what was the vr movie that they made with the uh, first person shooter uh, no, it was based on the book um ready player one. Oh, 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 when oh that oh. came out i'm thinking oh it'll be like this and it comes out i was like wasn't like that. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that at all. No. It was terrible. No, this poop on my dreams is fine. Yeah, yeah. The idea. So, if anyone hasn't seen the trailer yet, this isn't really a spoiler because it's a fucking trailer. And go watch it. Um, the whole concept of the movie is Ryan Reynolds is an NPC in a video game that he is not aware of until spoiler alert. <laughs> he he decides to like do something different and take a stand and ends up finding out he is a video uh, character in a video game. And the plot thickens when he meets somebody else, mysterious woman who yes. says, inter- tells him, it's a video game. Yes. We need to break yes. out. So, yeah, she knows about it, too. Yeah. She, is she an NPC? She is a player. Is she a player? Yeah. She, she also looked like an assassin, a ballerina assassin. She's a little girl. Maybe wait, maybe <laughs> this week, oh, but... She's just saving her dad, that's all. Turns <laughs> out he got stuck in a video game. She's just a widow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> The Black Widow trailer yes. <laughs> was pretty solid. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Pretty I'm... solid? What do you mean by solid? What is that? What does solid mean? It like solid cool, it, cool as ice, man. That's solid. So... Can... <clears throat> uh, there's a moment in the trailer where she's like, okay, sis, like, letting everybody know that that's my sister. Yeah. Bullshit. Nobody calls him sister sis. Um... That's stupid. They're... Russians. Russians. Oh, my God. Uh, man, I, I didn't realize. I'm so sorry. Russians. <laughs> There's a if lot of... If you're listening, of, then you are. <laughs> there is a lot of build-up to this movie uh, because it has been in production for years now, and everyone was like, you can't make a Black Widow. In production, they're just like thinking about yeah. it the whole time. That's, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. How do you make a Black Widow when, spoiler alert, she's dead? Yeah. Oh, um, I've got a couple films in production, by the way. Just let you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. But it's about 12. Estimated 12 release date, 2042, something like that. One, yeah. of the, one of the scripts I wrote was just the. I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the fanciest the you've ever seen. Yeah. It's, got, it's got some backstory. The calligraphy is amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, a lot of people who I would have guessed would have hated the idea of a Black Widow movie are really on board after this trailer. So who are these people? Lots of people. They just lots. They're just of mad people. at first when they hear about this. What the hell's wrong with it? <laughs> I think they. I. I think a lot of people liked how Black Widow was um, handled with as far as the whole Thanos yeah. thing and the Soul Stone because she had you know basically hated her life post blip and this was her redemption mm -hmm. and she did something great you know right she's just the normal human she just punches people and shoots them with guns yeah. but she you know is able to still normal human role. trained by yes the russian whatever better than some of the rest of us <laughs> i'll admit i'm not that good um it looks i, I would say i would agree that it looks kind of solid just in the fact that it, it looks like they're splitting. They're just not carrying any baggage from right. all the other stuff. It's like this: we have the character. You've kind of seen what she turns into. Let's just have a fun story about her Russian days. Right. And, you know. Her um her dad, played by David Harbor, uh, hopefully redeeming himself from the last comic book movie he was in. Um, plays the Red Guardian and the whole scene with them at the dinner table where he they decide that they're going to team up or something so he goes and gets his old Red Guardian outfit back on and so just David Harbour-esque adorably funny yes um, but you know I'm excited America's weird dad he is what he's turned into he post uh, strange dad strange, post stranger things yeah, yeah he's definitely he's America's uh, I mean you find a niche and it works for you right yeah that's what Ryan Reynolds did. It works for him. David Harbour, it's working for him. Us, our strange little niche that we fit into, works yeah. for us. <laughs> so, I don't... Do you have more news? Yeah. Well, something that uh, Anthony might remember back in the day. Did you ever watch Toonami? Oh, all of the phases of Toonami. And remember who would be the narrator throughout everything? That robot guy? Tom the Robot. Yep. Yeah. So, just uh, this past week, uh, Tom 6.0 had come out in what Adult Swim uh, did of some total immersion event that they were talking about. They uh, had this uh, episode of The Forge, as, as they're calling it, to where... The old Tom got destroyed, but his matrix got uploaded into a new body. <laughs> yep. There, obviously, there's been multiple of them throughout the past. Uh, I think it's been about 20 years since Tsunami first debuted. You don't I, have to age us like that, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I didn't. I I know Tsunami's still a thing, but now I'm actually curious of this story behind the robot that brought so many good childhood memories. Yeah. So I will have to be tuning in to watch I, that. That was one of the craziest things. I didn't really get into it right when it was happening, but into college, I started looking into Tom. I was like, oh my gosh, there was an actual story between all the episodes of anime that I would watch? Because a lot of times it would be like, Tom would come in and be like, oh, time to get the snack before Dragon Ball Z starts. Mm -hmm. because we need... They're powering up this episode, and I need to see them powering up. So I didn't realize that they, they actually did a lot of that. And then the Toonami fandom got pretty crazy on the internet. Like, bring it back, bring it, and now it's back, so. I like how they, they have a, 
posted a like a evolution of the character from mm-hmm. the beginning to now, and it's funny because they're all very like Metroid yeah. sort of looking characters until you get to number four, and he's very just like a children's cartoon looking character. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was interesting because he becomes super bubbly, yeah. very round. Like every part of his body is like is made out of a bubble. Mm-hmm. You see his eyes, yep. and everything. Sweet. Yeah, Weird four point t- yeah. was not really liked by many fans. <laughs> He died pretty quick, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it was cool. I do, <clears throat> I do remember when they, like, got around it, they, they kill off one of the Toms. And you're like, wait a minute. This, like, pre-episode animation is actually turning into something. And then the goo floods the whole ship. And he's like, ah, you know, kind of Terminator-esque dying. And, yeah. So it's, weird. It's weird thing to do with just a... Post character, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was basically just um, filler breaks. You know, they didn't have a commercial or whatever, so they just put in. I mean, these episodes were short; they're only twenty-four minutes or whatever, so they have to put some filler stuff in. So let's throw Tom in there, the robot, and make him die five times. Oh, <laughs> so sad. And he's got like uh, the new one's got like a fairy friend. Like some digital fairy friend or something like that. I'm looking at the Reddit post that says "Welcome Tom 6.0," so that'd be interesting because he always had the female ship like announcer, but she was mm. always just like a voice around the screen. So looks like she finally broke out of the digital world and she's finally part of the real world as a hold a danger kind of room pixie hologram, like, like in Tron. Yes, very much like that. So uh, before getting into booze in the book, one last thing I will say. Frozen 2 was fucking amazing, and they got the newest song that will be stuck in your head, always. Sing it now. Like it is for me. Well, there's this, uh... Pick it, it's like, bring, <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> Latch on. You know if I start singing, Disney's gonna take us down. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tom, we don't, no, need, we don't the, need those copyrights. Like, you're butchering <laughs> the song. Stop it. <laughs> so, I, I highly suggest uh, going to that. I was able to pretend that I was taking my niece and nephew to go see I mean I actually did but well it's probably good you went with children because I don't think you should go to children's movies there, are, there are plenty <laughs> there are plenty no, 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 you can go to children's the movies theater. I don't think Tony should Ooh, he gives off that creeper vibe that's weird <laughs> creepist I'm just as creepy <laughs> so I wanted to say because of how good that movie was there was a trailer beforehand for Playmobil no which yeah. I know those toys I was looking at this like, is this some knockoff Lego? Wait, oh, play me. Okay, I remember. They're making a fucking movie. This is going to bomb. Oh. And bomb it did. Yeah. It uh, looks like it's only going to make $702,000. Opening in over 200,000 theater, like, oh, wide release. Is wow. how much that it took to make the movie? $75 million. To make it? Yeah. That oh, was their budget. wow. That... It is currently box office oh. at 12.5. Oh, can you imagine Some of the, all the jobs that people had to do this? And, like, all the blame shifting, yeah, just yeah, yeah. pointing fingers, like, it's your fault, yeah. you'll never work in this town again. Some <laughs> of the numbers that I'm seeing, uh, Avengers Endgame made about $16.6 million per hour its opening weekend. And they're not going to make one hour worth of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out of the whole weekend. Minutes. Wow. <laughs> wow. It, it looked terrible. I was like... I don't know anyone nowadays that ever played with those or has those as still... I feel like even if there is a market for that still, it's certainly small children and you don't put that movie out when Frozen is still in the theater. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Like that's like a 
middle of the spring, no other movies are coming out sort of release, not uh, right before Christmas. But, uh, you know, those movies, the immediate releases, it, it sucks, and but eventually it just becomes a cult classic. Mm. What they're going to do is they're going to release a little guide that goes with it, and it turns out there's like underlying features in the movie very oh. sexual very oh, dark okay. very new world order you just gotta read into it you know smoke a doobie <laughs> and watch it and it'll be a cult classic watch the movie, see what happens 10 years from now Charles movie. secretly was part of this and this is one of his unreleased <laughs> so movies so is this gonna be our next Thanksgiving movie <laughs> I'll be honest this was one of my films that was in production <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wanted it to be in, like in production for forever like you yeah. didn't want to ever see the light of day but it escaped. It became its own. Uh, we see why it's unfinished. Obviously, it's just people playing with the toys and it being filmed. Yeah. <laughs> is this it? This is the. Tra- I'm watching the trailer and animation looks perfectly fine. Yeah, but um, again, it flows wild. I did it's see got the, the weird. For this but before. they don't mm. have the staying power of Lego, like the cultural right. impact, because I think that's what made Lego successful. Um, one, they started getting into like the video games, and so you started seeing Lego as a media mm-hmm. company, not sure. just the toys. Plus the writing Playmobil Lego is the toy that amazing. I walk in and I go, oh, someone has one of those. Yeah, I, you know. yeah. exactly. Yeah. You, as a, I guess as a real little kid, you wouldn't really know the difference and between that and an action figure. I but only same point. can think of like a van or a fire truck with two or three people in it. That's mm. the only toys I think of yeah. in So, But if you gave a kid that and any other toy, they're going to pick the any other toy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Terrible. Well, if you want to go see a um, good movie that's not a children's movie, I watched Knives Out by Ryan it Johnson. Good? It was amazing. I it remember was a really good movie. We saw a movie. I forget which movie it was, but we saw a trailer. Yeah, and we thought that it was going to be the next trailer. Yeah, because it was the <laughs> oh, teaser yeah, yeah. trailer for the trailer, and then the actual trailer happened right after that teaser trailer. It was so dumb. So it was like, stay <laughs> tuned for the full trailer. The teaser trailer was like a good trailer link. And they're like, stay tuned for the full trailer. I'm like, stay tuned. I'm like, I'm sitting in a theater. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> and then, yeah, like three minutes later, after a, a couple other trailers, the full trailer played, and it was like the movie six minutes, thing. seven yeah. minutes. Yeah, like, I was like, we probably just happens. saw everything. Yeah, and that, this movie's gonna suck. Oh no, it was really good. Well, that's good to hear. It was really good. It does. So there Knives is. Out. Yeah. It's like a it's like a great whodunit. It kind of reminds yep. me of Clue. A oh little bit. yeah, yeah, I know what this. Yeah. Um, there is a political undertone to it, so if you want to watch a movie with no politics in it, this movie is not for you. Uh, but I think it's we can it. nuanced enough where it's not like hitting you in the face with Ryan Johnson's political beliefs. With his Ryan Johnson. I know a lot of people also are afraid of after what they thought of his Star Wars that they are thinking yeah. this was going to also fail. But yeah, I mean, but this is he did Looper, which is a great movie, and he did which is a good start for something a yeah. concept that would have been cool. But he did that all just ended. And right? then yeah, like yeah. it should have been a, what a trilogy, Looper. Or something? It should have there definitely should have been. I more. mean, it wasn't ended. Yeah, and then all which, I, is, which is I think in itself a failure, even if it's a good start. The, not finishing it right. is yeah. a failure. Yep. Completely. And he also did and a You can't do a reboot. No more reboots. I'm telling you, reboots are stupid. Brick, that was really good. Brick, yeah. yeah. Brick was fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, if you didn't like Star Wars, whatever, fuck off. It's a Star Wars movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he does he does great movies, and this one was really good and mm-hmm. fun, I thought. Yeah, and 
an all-star cast, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Definitely. That's what brings people back. They're like, oh, well, how bad could it be if they're all read the script, yeah. you know? I love Jamie Lynn Curtis. I think she's an amazing actress, and she was awesome in this movie. Okay. So. Awesome. All right. Cool. Booze book me, Tony. All right, so... Book me some booze. The event that's going on right now is Annihilation Scour- Scourge, and the first one came out, uh, like, couple weeks ago uh and there's been a couple cents with tie-ins it's amazing it's with annihilus yes well it has to do with the cancer verse and the negative zone and yeah well analysis in the negative zone so yes there's some good things going on this feels like it's uh a good sequel to War of Kings and Annihilate and all those other things that uh, space uh, faring Marvel. So, and it's got some Fantastic Four in there too. Uh, that book just came out as well. So, anyways, I'm going to pair this with a very strong good beer. And I know I've used this before, but I had some again. I paid five dollars for like a thimble of it, mm. but uh, some CBS from Founders. Because okay. the shit's expensive, but it's... What's CBS just, stand for? You know? uh, Canadian, Canadian breakfast, breakfast yeah. stout. So they take their Kentucky breakfast stout, and they put them in maple barrels. Mm. So it's maple. Um, it's it up, very it sweet. Yeah. Ooh. And it's it'll put you in your grave if yeah. you're not careful. It, it it gets the alcohol content goes up with because they're maple bourbon barrels. Mm-hmm. So they've got a little bit of bourbon in there too. So. And sh- I mean, sh- the All higher sugar, sugar content. Yeah. yeah. It'll uh, knock you out. So make sure to get one of their nice sandwiches when you get it. Yeah. Or just go buy a four pack and drink it out. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I fell unconscious in my bed. Yeah. Alright, well with that, uh, it's Christmas season, so stay thirsty for eggnog. <coughs> and buy me a gift. <laughs> buy us all gifts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give you 20 to us here. I was tr- trying to be good and actually had a good stay thirsty for no. it. Now you guys are being you selfish cut it. bastards. You can just cut it, whatever. Eggnog is gross. It's just like slime going down your throat. Mm. So thick and nasty. <laughs> 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 Not even going to make a comment. Uh, That's what she it? said. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, that so is nasty. what she said. <laughs>